Talofa, and welcome back, listeners, to my fabulous blind life. Today, we're going to take a little detour and talk about something fun that I love to talk about my five favorite boys from Boston. We're going to take a little break in my life journey and, like I said, talk about my favorite five Boston boys. Many of you may be thinking, oh, This crazy blind lady is going to talk about Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, Ralph, and Johnny. No, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not talking about New Edition, but I am talking about New Kids on the Block. Now we're going to take a little break and pause for a minute and pay respect to New Edition because without them, my New Kids on the Block would not have had such a fabulous platform to launch their careers from. So thank you to New Edition for that. As many of you may remember from my Trying On Shoes episode, um, Donnie Wahlberg was my favorite new kid and he was my first teen heartthrob crush. He was always painted as the bad boy of the group and we all know I loved me some bad boy. Now, Donnie's younger brother, Marky Mark, sure did give him a run for his bad boy money in the movie Fear. But even at 46, Donnie still remains my favorite, and I still love the new kids on the block. As you listeners continue to listen to my story, I don't think I've done it yet, but I may replace a word or two here and there with Donnie Wahlberg's name. For instance, I might call a friend and say, hey, what in the Donnie Wahlberg are you doing? Or instead of cussing, I may say Donnie Wahlberg instead of shit. I don't know. You may hear it in my story sooner or later. Now, I always say some women are always out on the look for their Prince Charming, but not me. I always said I was on the lookout for my Donnie Wahlberg. Sometimes, when my husband's really good, I even call him Donnie Wahlberg. Now, as I have followed the evolution of my fabulous Donnie Wahlberg's career, I realized that he's probably not really a bad boy. He was just misunderstood in his youth and labeled as one, but it doesn't make me adore him any less, and I think he's an amazing human being. When I first lost my vision in 97, music became a very huge part of my life. It was an escape and a solace for me. I would always put on headphones, close my eyes, listen to my music, and go somewhere else in my head. I remember just putting on my headphones and listening to some of my favorites like Elvis, Madonna, Prince, Tupac, and of course, the new kids. I feel if I didn't have music, I may have actually really lost my shit at the time. Anytime the reality got to me that I was blind and I just couldn't deal with it or face it, I would just put on some music and escape. So you may be wondering why my old teeny bopper self is sitting here talking about the new kids on the block. Well, we are in May of 2022, and this past April 24th was actually New Kids on the Block Day, which, for any of you that don't know, was declared on April 24th of 1989 by Michael Dukakis, the governor of Massachusetts at the time. 
A lot of people always say that New Kids on the Block was the most successful boy band and helped pave the road for all future boy bands. But as I mentioned earlier, and as Donnie always says, we must pay respect to New Edition because it all started with them. So besides listening to the New Kids, how did they help me on my journey with my blindness? Well, I feel like... Getting up the courage to go to one of their live shows actually helped me get over some of my anxiety and the fear of actually going to concerts. I think I'll start at the beginning with my journey with my fave Boston boys. I believe it was in 1988 that I went to my first concert, which happened to be Tiffany. Now, Tiffany had a boy band opening up for her, and at the time, I didn't know who they were because they had yet to blow up. I think it was a few months later when New Kids on the Block Mania actually blew up and went mainstream. And of course, my teeny bopper self dived right in headfirst. I was, of course, one of those crazed teeny bopper fans that had everything from baseball cards to earrings to bracelets to dolls, to posters, puzzles, and sheets. I think I may even still have some of it in the garage somewhere. There is a song that the new kids sing called Tonight, and it's basically an ode to us, what they call blockheads now, but teeny boppers back then, and it basically describes everything I just told you and what I was back in uh, 1989 during New Kids Mania. After my Tiffany concert, when I didn't know that that was the new kids on the block, I was actually able to see them twice in concert. I never got to be up front though. I was always in the nosebleed section, but it didn't matter to me. I screamed and danced with the rest of my fellow new kids fans. In the early 90s, as the new kids light started to dim and other fads came and went, I never really forgot about my favorite Boston boys. When I started driving and started dating, and of course, dating guys that listened to hip hop and gangster rap, I always kept a new kid's cassette hidden in my car so when I was alone, I could blast them. Now we're gonna fast forward to 2008 when the new kids on the block reunited and dropped their album, The Block. Blockheads from around the world, all us former teeny boppers came out of the work, jumping for joy and screaming as usual. The new kids on the block basically hit the ground running and they went on tour. They did a tour collaboration with the Backstreet Boys and they were even doing a cruise with their fans. Every time I heard about an event, I always longed to go, but was too chicken shit to do it and let my anxiety get the better of me. I basically just watched the events from afar in envy because my anxiety got the better of me. Now, when the New Kids dropped their 10 album and announced their total package tour, or package tour I think it was, I desperately wanted to go, and I told my husband so. He actually went online and bought me and a friend tickets. Before we actually bought the tickets and were looking online at the packages, my husband turns to me and says, hey, they have a meet and greet package. I turned to him, almost passing out and saying, what the fuck? You mean I can meet Donnie Wahlberg? He says, yes, honey, you can actually meet the real Donnie Wahlberg. We went over the prices and they were a little high for us at the time. And 
I was, of course, too chicken shit and had way too much anxiety to do a meet and greet. I did attend the concert with my friend, and I, of course, did have some anxiety, but I think I handled it pretty well. We were in about the sixth row, and with my vision, I couldn't really see much. All I could really see is blurry heads of my fellow blockheads in front of me. The concert took me back to my childhood and the nostalgia was in full force. My friend took some amazing photos and videos in which I was able to blow up later on a much bigger screen and see the concert better. After this concert, it seemed that dominoes of my life just kept falling one after the other. Concert after concert went by and I wanted to go. Cruise after cruise sailed by and I wanted to go, but was never brave enough to go. Now, when the New Kids on the Block mixtape tour was announced in 2019 with an amazing lineup consisting of Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, Salt and Pepper, and Naughty by Nature, I thought, wow, what a blast from my past. How much nostalgia is that concert gonna be? I told my husband that I didn't want to miss this one and I definitely wanted to do a meet and greet. He told me, all right, so don't miss it. He basically went online the day of the presale and procured me some VIP tickets with a meet and greet. The 13 year old teeny bopper inside of me was fucking excited. The 40 something year old blind anxiety ridden inside of me thought this was too much and a big mistake. I remember my husband kept telling me, you can do this and you're going to finally meet Donnie Wahlberg. I, on the other hand, wasn't too sure. And a few days before the concert, I actually tried to chicken out. My husband then of course told the friend I was going to the concert with that I was considering chickening out. She of course then in return called me and said, um, Nicole, what's this I hear about you not going? Putting up a strong front for my friend, I told her I was having a lot of anxiety, but I'm sure I would get over it. While the words came out of my mouth, I still could not believe that I would be able to pull this one off. After I hung up the phone with my friend, I basically heard my foul-mouthed teeny bopper self yelling at me and cussing, saying, are you fucking kidding me? We're talking about Donnie Wahlberg here, you stupid old bitch. As I continued to have an internal fight with my 13-year-old teeny bopper self and my 40-year-old self, I finally just threw up my hands and said, All right, Donnie Wahlberg, here I come. On the day of the concert, I woke up with an overwhelming feeling of bliss and then anxiety. I tried and I shook off the anxiety and kept my eye on the prize, Mr. Donnie Wahlberg. My husband gracefully took both kids out of the house so I could be alone and take time to get ready. I took a long relaxing shower and didn't rush myself as I was getting ready for my concert. I felt the anxiety building all day but I kept trying to fight it back. My friends arrived and picked me up and we headed out to the concert. We arrived a little early so we had a little something to eat and did some shopping. When we arrived at the venue for the VIP party, there was a huge line. All right, so the way this meet and greet works is basically you get in a group of 10 and it's basically 
two fans per new kid. You can't enter the building until you're in your group of 10. It took us a little while, but we were finally able to make up our group. As we were going through check-in, two of our members of our group could not find their reservations and actually dropped off. So we only went in with eight people. I was having a major panic and anxiety attack and I broke out in cold sweats. I had to sit down and do some deep breathing and drink some water to get it passed. Once we got into the building, I did something I absolutely hate to do. And I took out and extended my cane. My husband had basically dared me. He said, you won't use your cane. You won't take it. He kept saying, do it. You won't. Well, I couldn't let him be right, damn it. Once our group was called, we went and stood in line. And here's how it works. Basically, you walk in the room and you start hugging new kids until you get to your designated new kid that you're supposed to take your picture with. Then, once the two pictures are clicked and taken, you can continue on down the line, meet the rest of the new kids, and you're finished when your whole group has gone through the line and hugged each and every new kid. Just for reference, the new kids stand in a line in the following order. Danny Wood, Donnie Wahlberg, Jordan Knight, Joey McIntyre, and then Jonathan Knight. Now, as I told you, we only had eight in our group. And I swear, when I entered the room, I had a Donnie cohort that was supposed to take her picture with Donnie as well with me. I don't know what happened and I don't know how it happened, but somehow my cohort stopped at Danny Wood and I got Donnie Wahlberg all to myself. As we enter the building, I'm shaking a little. I'm holding on to my friend's arm and I hug Danny Wood. Then we forward to Donnie Wahlberg. I stop in front of him, give him a hug, and say, Donnie Wahlberg, this is my stop. He in turn says to me, well, it's about time. I've been standing here waiting for you all day. After he says that to me, I laugh and call him a flirt, and somehow my anxiety just disappeared. You're only there with your new kid for about 30 seconds, so you have to make every second count. I proceed to tell Donnie Wahlberg that, hey, I have the same birthday as your wife. He says, November 1st. I say, yep. He says, another Scorpio. I say, yes. He says, well, I didn't know a lot of Scorpios before I met Jenny, but now they surround me. He tells me that I get to now be part of his special Scorpio club as he gives me another hug. I'm so on cloud nine right now. He gives me one more hug goodbye, and I'm sure it's in my head, but he made me feel special and like I was the only person in the room at that time. I'm sure he probably does that for all his fans. Even though you only have 30 seconds and you're rushed through, somehow Donnie made it feel like he had all the time in the world for me. Still on my Donnie Wahlberg cloud nine, I basically floated on over to Jordan Knight. I gave him a hug and tried to explain to him that he met my cousin in Florida and she played the ukulele for him. I'm actually not entirely sure what I said to him, but I'm pretty confident I confused Jordan Knight. As we moved on down the line, Joe McIntyre basically rushed to me and gave me a big hug. 
I, of course, was still on my Donnie Wahlberg cloud nine and forgot what new kid was next and said, um, who is this? And he yells in my ear, it's me, it's Joe McIntyre. I then, of course, went to Jonathan Knight and gave him a hug, who asked me what my name was and where I was from. I, of course, told him and told him how far it was. He gave me another hug, and as I turned to leave the building, he gave me a reassuring squeeze on my shoulder and told me to have fun. And just like that, it was over. As I exited the room, my friend asked me, are you okay? Smiling from ear to ear, I said yes. My favorite Beantown boys didn't disappoint. We found our seats and awaited the fabulously nostalgic concert to start. It was absolutely amazing, and it was like I was a teenager again. Although I was 40 and my ears were ringing and I was sore from dancing, I didn't care. It was absolutely fabulous. As I returned home, I exclaimed to my husband, All right, I'm ready to go on my new kids cruise now. I was pretty confident after my amazing experience at the concert, despite the anxiety that I would now be able to go on their cruise. My husband said, all right, as soon as they announce the cruise, we will get you on that boat. I'm just going to give a little shout out to my husband here, James. He's such an amazing man, and he will always indulge my new kids on the block and Donnie Wahlberg um, obsession. So just thanking my husband or as I call him, my Donnie Wahlberg for that. The New Kids on the Block 2020 cruise was announced and I believe the tickets dropped in September. My husband actually took the morning off just to book my cruise. We were able to procure tickets and I was so excited. Now, of course, my internal struggle started. My 13-year-old teeny bopper self was elated but my 40-year-old self questioned my sanity and if I could actually pull this one off. Unfortunately, as everybody knows, COVID-19 hit and my cruise with the new kids on the block was canceled, which is basically nothing that anybody could have controlled or changed. Thankfully, the new kids on the block are going on a mixtape tour this summer 2022. And of course, I have my VIB tickets and another 30-second date with my Donnie Wahlberg. They, of course, are doing 2022 with a bang and having another cruise in October. And of course, my fabulous husband got me some more tickets and I'm ready for that as well. Now, my family's going on a trip to Florida in July of 2022 to celebrate my oldest son's graduation with my Polynesian family. And, as a bonus, I get to also catch their July 10th show in Orlando with my fellow blockhead cousin. Hooray for me! How much new kids could a girl have in one year? I don't think enough. Anyway... I am super excited because my cousin and I, who are about five months apart, have been constantly talking about experiencing our fave five Boston boys together, and this July in Orlando, we finally get to do so. Now, the one little thing I do want to mention is how hard it is for me as a blind or disabled individual to actually purchase my own tickets. What I mean by that is that most ticket masters that sell tickets don't actually work with my screen reader program. 
Now, when the New Kids announced the Mixtape Tour 2022, I was super excited. This time I wanted to sit in the front or on bar stools so I could see more of what was going on on the concert. On the day of the pre-sale, I was ready to go, but I had such a hard time trying to complete the transaction by myself on my tablet, and I just couldn't do it. I also could not get through on the phone. I was really disappointed. I had to wait for my husband to go on lunch so we could purchase the tickets while he was on lunch. Of course, by the time my husband went on lunch, the tickets that I really wanted were all sold out. I was pretty frustrated and disappointed, but I still got my VIP package and some pretty good seats. I don't know if any other disabled individuals have had this challenge or if I'm the only one, but it is extremely frustrating. Now, for anybody who may be listening that maybe has some sort of sway over how the tickets are sold, I'm just saying, Donnie Wahlberg, maybe there can be some way we can remedy this. Like maybe Block Nation members receive a code that are disabled, that have proven their disability medically so they can purchase the tickets they want on the phone. I don't know. I'm just throwing out suggestions. It's just a little frustrating, but I'm excited anyway. Not that I'm complaining. Like I said, I'm so happy for all my new kids on the block events this year and I'm super excited and I'm going to have fun, damn it, and my anxiety be damned. Now, I hope you have enjoyed this little detour I've took and my little obsession with new kids on the block and Donnie Wahlberg. I hope all my fellow blockheads enjoy my funny story and as Donnie Wahlberg always says, To all you non-believers, I say peace. So listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you like what you heard, hit that like, subscribe, and follow button. If you want to help support my podcasting journey, hit the listener support. I leave you with much alofa, and until we meet again.